0: Hello, welcome to another episode of PleasingToThePotter.com podcast. This is your host, Horace Williams Jr. Thank you again for joining me this week as we continue in the month of April doing my resurrection series in honor of my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Last week, we were looking at the trial of Jesus when we went before Pilate and the crowds ended up... Screaming for Jesus to be crucified. I'm just going to pick up there and then we'll jump in today at the crucifixion of Christ. I'm going to read this episode a little bit slower because I really want to focus on what was taking place and I want us to really remember and think about what Christ did for us. So I'm picking up here in Matthew 27. They all said crucify him crucify him and Pilate said why what evil has he done but they kept shouting all the more saying crucify him when Pilate saw that he was accomplishing nothing but that rather a riot was starting a riot was starting he took water and washed his hands in front of the crowd saying I'm innocent of this man's blood see to that see to that yourselves and all the people said his blood shall be on us and on our children. Then he released Barabbas for them. But after having Jesus scourged, he handed him over to be crucified. I want to talk about being scourged. Um, typically, that was um, being beaten with uh, leather straps. But within those leather straps were chunks or pieces of bone, metal, glass. Their intention was to rip away at the flesh and tear away at the muscle and fibers of your back. So if you can just imagine the excruciating pain that that was. Then the soldiers of the governor took Jesus into the Praetorium and gathered the whole Roman cohort around him. They stripped him and put a scarlet robe on him. Now after twisting together a crown of thorns they put it on his head and a reed in his right hand. And they knelt down before him and mocked him, saying, Hail, King of the Jews! They spat on him and took the reed and began to beat him on the head. And after they mocked him, they took the scarlet robe off him and put his garments back on him and led him away to crucify him. So let's just recap real quick here. So Jesus has been scourged, so his back's been ripped apart by cat of nine tails one of the words for those whips that they used to beat him with something similar then he was placed a crown of thorns was shoved down on his head and he was beaten with a rod or reed as it says in the bible now they're going to go pierce his hands and feet with spikes and nail him to a cross back up in verse 32 here we go as they were coming out they found a man of Cyrene named Simon, whom they pressed into service to bear his cross. I'm sure Jesus was in no condition to carry a cross. And when they came to a place called Golgotha, which means place of his skull, they gave him wine to drink mixed with gall. And after tasting it, he was unwilling to drink. You know, I was curious, as I've read this passage you know, many, many times, what gall actually was. I've heard you know, sour wine, even heard maybe they, they put vinegar in it. So I, of course, went to Google and found the website called God Questions, and they had, basically they took my question, what is gall in the Bible? So I'm gonna share this with you. Answer, in the Bible, the word gall most often refers to a bitter tasting substance made of a plant such as a wormwood or myrrh. The most famous biblical use of the word gall is in reference to a drink given to Jesus on the cross as Jesus was being crucified, the Roman soldiers offered wine to drink mixed with gall. Okay, that's I'm reading from Matthew 27. In Mark 15, 23, specifies that the bitterness in the wine was due to the presence of myrrh. Wine with bitter, bitter herbs or myrrh created a potion that dulled the sense of pain. Okay, remember what was one of the gifts that the wise men brought? Myrrh. So here we are. They try to give him myrrh. Myrrh created a potion that dulled the sense of pain. The mixture of sour wine and gall was often given to the, to the suffering to ease their pain and death. This is still from God Questions. Jesus refused his gall laced concoction after he tasted it and realized what it was. In a supernatural display of courage, the Son of Man rejected anything that would numb the suffering he endured for our salvation. Sin against a Holy God required extreme punishment. In order to completely fulfill his position, As our substitute, Jesus wanted nothing that took away from that punishment. On the cross, Jesus became sin for us. To accept wine with God would lessen sin's punishment. And Jesus had come to bear the full brunt of God's wrath against our sin, not to take an easier way out. Wow. So I found that interesting about what God was and how it ties into myrrh and what was given to Jesus at his birth. I just want to share that with you. So I'm going to hop back into Matthew 27 and went verse 35. When they had crucified him, they divided up his garments among themselves casting lots. And sitting down, they began to keep watch over him there. And above his head they put up the charge against him which read, This is Jesus, the king of the Jews. So they continued to mock him. At that time two robbers were crucified with him, one on the right hand and one on the left those passing by were hurting, hurling abuse at him, wagging their heads and saying, You who are going to destroy the temple and rebuild it in three days, save yourself. If you are the Son of God, come down from the cross. In the same way, the chief priests also, along with the scribes and elders, were mocking him and saying, He saved others. He cannot save himself. He is the King of Israel. Let him now come down from the cross and we will believe in him he trusts in God, let God rescue him now if he delights in him for he said, I am the son of God the robbers who had been crucified him were also insulting him with, some, with the same words wow, well, okay this is um, hard to read but I'm thankful to be reading it because I wouldn't have salvation without it It's Jesus' sacrifice. So I'm going to finish up here in verse 45 of Matthew 27. Now Now from the sixth hour, darkness fell upon all the land until the ninth hour. About the ninth hour, Jesus cried out with a loud voice, saying, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Wow, can you imagine how Jesus felt feeling that separation from his heavenly Father? And some of those who were standing there, when they heard it, began saying, This man is calling for Elijah. And immediately one of them ran, taking a sponge. He filled it with the sour wine and put it on a reed and gave him to drink. But the rest of them said, Let us see whether Elijah will come to save him. And Jesus cried out with again with a loud voice and yielded up his spirit. And this is my favorite part. And behold, the veil of the temple was torn in two. From top to bottom and the earth shook and the rocks were split. The tombs were opened and many bodies of the saints who had fallen asleep were raised. And coming out of the tombs after his resurrection they entered the holy city and appeared to many. The reason I say that part is my favorite is when the veil was torn in two that gives us access to God. Jesus paid the price for our sins and now we can reach Him when we called to Him in prayer. Without Jesus' sacrifice, we could not have access to our Heavenly Father. I want to read a passage in Isaiah 53 that really describes best why Jesus, what took place when Jesus was on the cross. He was despised and forsaken of men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief and like one from whom men hide their face, he was despised, and we did not esteem him. Surely our griefs he himself bore, and our sorrows he carried. Yet we ourselves esteem him stricken, smitten of God and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions and our sins. He was crushed for our iniquities. The chastening for our well-being fell upon him, and by his scourging, we are healed. All of us like sheep have gone astray. Each of us has turned to his own way. But the Lord has caused the iniquity of us all to fall on him. He was oppressed and he was afflicted. Yet he did not open his mouth. Like a lamb that is led to the slaughter. and Like a sheep that is silent before its shearers. So he did not open his mouth. You know, I remember... The undi- I've never seen the movie, The Passion of the Christ. I remember my mom had it, and we were having a family gathering, and I walked into the family room, and they were watching it. It was at the time where Jesus was being scourged. And i never forget, I probably saw about 45 seconds of that, and I walked out of the room. Um, I don't know if I felt guilt or what I felt, but when I think about what Jesus had to bear for my sins... It doesn't make me feel guilty any longer. I now live with gratitude. And I want you to think, when you think of Jesus and what he did on the cross for you, to live with life with gratitude, seeking to glorify him and remembering the ultimate sacrifice he paid for you and me. But, where there can be no resurrection without a crucifixion. So next week, here on Pleased to the Power.com podcast, we're going to have a more upbeat message as we look at the resurrection of Christ, that glorious Sunday morning where he rose from the dead. I want to take a moment and have a quick prayer as we thank Jesus for his sacrifice. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for sending your Son, Jesus Christ, your only begotten Son, to die on the cross for our sins. Thank you, Jesus, for your willingness, your humility, your strength, Your unconditional love, you went to the cross for me, for everyone, Father, giving us the option to choose you as our Lord and our Savior. Thank you for your sacrifice. I pray that all that hear this message, Father, will come to know you as Lord and Savior. If they do know you as Lord and Savior, they will live their lives with gratitude and glorify you in everything they do. Thank you again for your sacrifice. Thank you again for your love. In Christ's name, I pray amen once again this is Horace Williams Jr I thank you for joining me today at PleasingToThePower.com podcast hope you will tune in next week for the final episode of my resurrection series keep your cries on crisis week remember how much he loves you live guilt free but with gratitude I'll talk to you soon bye bye